0: Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast A Girl's Best Friend, where we talk about the diamond sport of softball because diamonds are a girl's best friend. All right, so big news in softball this weekend was the drop of the NCAA tournament bracket, and what a wild one it was. So let's get right into it because um, there's a lot to cover. So, uh, the number, so basically how it works is you have 16 seated teams for the original, uh, for the first, for the bracket release, you have 16 seated teams and then 64 teams get in. And so each seated team is the home team. And then you'll have three teams that are assigned to that. So For instance, Oklahoma's the number one seed. And so then you have three teams that are assigned to go to Norman for the Oklahoma Regional is how it's called. So, number one, Oklahoma. And in the Norman Regional, filling out the Norman Regional, we have California, Missouri, and Hofstra. Number two, the number two seed, UCLA in the LA Regional. We have UCLA, Liberty, San Diego State and Grand Canyon. That will be a very interesting regional. Number three in the Tallahassee Regional, Florida State. We got Florida. This is, okay, this is one of the hardest regionals. And how the number three seed got one of the hardest regionals, I'm not sure. But we got Florida State, South Carolina, UCF, and Marist. So number four, we have the Knoxville Regional, Tennessee. We got Tennessee, Indiana, Louisville, Northern Kentucky. That will be an interesting regional. We'll get a tiny bit more in depth into the regionals as we go on. As we begin to pick, because uh, I did say I was going to pick, give you my Supers picks. Now, this, there was a lot of controversy to go in this bracket, and this is where the controversy starts. Number five, Alabama. Honestly, I thought Alabama was going to be like a 10 or 11 seed. And somehow, someway, I don't know how, Alabama's a number five seed. Crazy, crazy, crazy. And unfortunately for me, they got matched up against one of my favorite mid-major teams this year, Central Arkansas. So Alabama, Central Arkansas, Middle Tennessee, and Long Island in the Tuscaloosa Regional. Then we move on to Oklahoma State with a number six seed. This will be a very interesting regional for Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State, Wichita State, Nebraska, and UMBC. Next, for the number 7C, we have Washington, Minnesota, McNeese, and Northern Colorado. Hmm, not going to tip my hand too early, but that might be an interesting regional Number eight is Duke, and we have Duke, Charlotte, Campbell, and George Mason. Nine, oh, this is a very interesting regional for number nine, uh, Stanford. Then we got Florida, Loyola, Marymount, and Long Beach State. That is fascinating. Uh, in the number for the number ten seed is LSU, and to fill out their regional, they have. Louisiana, Omaha, and Prairie View A&M. That is going to be interesting to see LSU and Louisiana go at it again. They always battle each other in the regular season, playing one game in Lafayette and one game in Baton Rouge. And I believe they split this year. So it will be interesting to see if they match up in the regional, see who wins that one. All right, for our eleven seed, Arkansas. And their regional fills out with... Oregon, Notre Dame, and Harvard. Number twelve is Northwestern, and they have Kentucky, Miami Ohio, and Eastern Illinois visiting them in Evanston. Number thirteen, I, I am going to call this regional the Cat Osterman regional, because thirteen seed is Texas, and then they have Texas A and M visiting Texas State. So Cat Osterman played at Texas. She coached for a little bit at Texas State. And then there's Texas A&M and Seton Hall. I just feel like that one should just be called the Cat Osterman Regional. 14. Ooh, this is a very interesting regional. Georgia is the host. They're the 14 seed. And vir- they have Virginia Tech, Boston, and North Carolina Central coming to Athens. Fascinating. And then these last two, I mean, rightfully so, the 15 and the 16 seed should have the hardest Regionals, but man, these are going to be tough. Utah is the 15th seed, and they have Baylor, Ole Miss, and Southern Illinois. And there's some news that I read today that may affect my picks on that, but we'll get to that in a minute. And then 16 seed is Clemson, and Clemson has Auburn, Cal State Fullerton, and UNC Greensboro visiting. All right, so that's ran through the bracket really quick. So let's get into a little bit about what made all of this controversial. So uh, the committee, the committee, like any group of humans is very hard to predict, but in the past, the bracket has been based a lot on RPI. RPI is ratings percentage index, which Basically, is like an adjusted strength of schedule. I guess that, that's the easiest way to explain it for someone who doesn't know what an RPI is. So the way that it's calculated, RPI is you take that team, like the team that you're thinking about, that team's winning percentage, the winning percentage of all of their opponents, and then the winning percentage of their all of their opponents' opponents, and then... You use that to calculate basically and adjust the strength of schedule. That's essentially what it is. And so usually you can look at the RPI and kind of figure out based on that how the committee is going to go. That is not how things went this year at all. The Probably the biggest controversy was Alabama at number five. Over LSU and Arkansas. And I have the SEC standings right here. Arkansas finished above Alabama in the SEC standings. And LSU finished just below. Auburn and Georgia both finished above Alabama in the SEC. But Auburn was not, Auburn's not even a seeded team. Auburn is visiting Clemson. So, It's just, so those kind of things are shocking looking at this. Also, what jumped out at me besides Alabama was that Stanford was at number nine. That one, I thought they would be higher, but, you know, it kind of, it is what it is. Um, Let me see what other big kind of strange things I wanted to highlight in this think that's about those are the big things to highlight oh central arkansas so i know there had been i saw some online that there was some debate about central arkansas should have been a host there are some rules about like about what your field has to be look like or be like and i believe the issue central arkansas could not be a host because they had a all turf infield, which I don't believe is allowed. So, you know, Central Arkansas coming to Tuscaloosa will be very interesting. I'm very intrigued to see how that goes. All right, so we let's go in real quick to give you my supers picks because we can definitely get into discussion of the regionals at this point. All right, so for number one, for the number one we have, Just a refresher, we have Oklahoma, California, Missouri, and Hofstra. Missouri finished way low in the SEC. And if I remember correctly, I don't think... Let's see. Let's see where Cal finished in the pack. Let's see. That's the one conference I didn't pull up. They finished... Now, I don't mean this to be to be funny, but they about the middle of the pack. So they were about they're just below half like as far as rankings in their conference. Uh, I think this should be pretty easy for Oklahoma. I basically you're gonna have to beat Oklahoma twice because this is a double elimination bracket. Oklahoma comes out. All right, so I've got Oklahoma moving on. And because they're the number one seed, they will definitely host a super regional. All right, so number two, we have UCLA, Liberty, San Diego State, and Grand Canyon. Liberty could put up a fight, but UCLA is too much. All right, so Florida State, South Carolina, UCF, and Marist. How Florida State got this regional, I have no idea. If you listened to my last episode, you know I am obsessed with South Carolina right now. And UCF definitely do not um, sleep on UCF. Florida State, it's one of those teams that I think could match up well against Oklahoma if they were to play them. But remember, if you remember last year, Florida State got upset by Mississippi State and Tallahassee. They're not going to let that happen again. Florida State comes out of that regional. They got embarrassed last year, and that's not going to happen again. Tennessee, Indiana, Louisville, Northern Kentucky. Ashley Rogers is healthy. Tennessee. All right, Alabama, I'm going to skip that one. Oklahoma State, Wichita State, Nebraska, UMBC. Right now, Sidney McKinney is the best player in the nation. Her batting average is over 500. Oklahoma State, let me pull their rank there up right now. So they have lost their last five games according to this conference standings. That is crazy. Oklahoma State started out so strong and they are not doing well right now. I know they really, uh, they did not do well in the tournament, in the Big 12 tournament, Wichita State. Alright, so we got Washington, Minnesota, McNeese, Northern Colorado. Minnesota is hot. They are on a massive winning streak, and I am going to say Minnesota is going to keep winning, and they're going to come out of the Seattle Regional. Alrighty. So, we're all the way down to eight. Duke, Charlotte, Campbell, George Mason. I really like Duke. I like this team a lot, and Charlotte, Campbell, and George Mason, they're good teams, but They're not enough. All right, Stanford, Florida, Loyola, Marymount, Long Beach State. I love Stanford. I love this team. But Florida has underachieved all season. Florida is, you know, historically one of the best, and they just haven't been that this year. And I'm waiting and waiting and waiting for them to turn it on. I'm going to say... Florida runs out of chances. They're not going to be able to turn it on. And Niger Kennedy and Elena um, Vodder of Stanford are too much. Stanford wins. Now we're down to the Baton Rouge Regional: LSU, Louisiana, Omaha, and Prairie View A&M. Whenever LSU plays at Louisiana, they call them last, like Louisiana State. Funny and then whenever louisiana plays at lsu they call them louisiana lafayette because that's what they used to be called and they don't like to be called that anymore just so you know friendly rivalry thing i guess and it's you know pretty funny i think that lsu has the pitching advantage over ull and in the in the longest stretch best of 3 series lsu takes it all right, down to the Fayetteville Regional. Arkansas, Oregon, Notre Dame, and Harvard. Arkansas, Arkansas. Oregon and Notre Dame might have a chance, but they have been too inconsistent this season. Arkansas takes it. Northwestern, Kentucky, Miami, Ohio, and Eastern Illinois. My heart wants to go so badly with Northwestern because I love, love, love their pitchers. But I can't get past Kentucky and that offense. If Kentucky's issue is going to be their pitching. But I don't know if Northwestern, Miami, Ohio, and Eastern Illinois have the offense to make it matter because Kentucky's offense is that good. I'm going with Kentucky. All right. Cat Osterman Regional. Texas, Texas A&M, Texas State, and Seaton Hall. Earlier in the season, I would have said this is Texas going away. I don't think I can say that anymore. I don't know if I can say Texas going away. Texas A and M has done amazingly well in Trisha Ford's first year, but they didn't have a very good showing in the SEC tournament. And they went 5 for 500 in the conference. Let's see where. Let's look at Texas. Texas went, let's see, 11 and 7 in the conference. <sighs> but they're on a losing streak. That one's hard, I think. I. I don't know. My heart is driving me toward the upset here. I'm going to go with Texas A&M coming out of the Austin Regional. All right. Georgia. We're into the Athens Regional. Georgia's the seeded team. We've got Georgia, Virginia Tech, Boston, and North Carolina Central. This Georgia team and they, their pitching has finally caught up to their hitting. Finally. They got Shelby Walters, the transfer from Duke, and Madison Kerpix, and I love this Georgia team. Virginia Tech has Emma Limley, but Emma Limley doesn't have anyone to go, like, to pitch with her. Emma Limley and Keely Rochard last year were the one of the best duos in the nation. They don't have them anymore. Georgia does. Georgia comes out of the Athens Regional. Alright, so now we're to Salt Lake City in Utah. This is a really, really tough regional. We've got Utah, Baylor, Ole Miss, and Southern Illinois. Now, I just watched Ole Miss and they, I watched a perfect game. Montana Fouts throw a perfect game against them. I've heard a lot of people saying, watch out for Ole Miss in this regional. I don't believe it. I don't believe it at all. Utah just came off of winning the PAC championship, the first ever PAC softball tournament championship. So I'm sitting here, look, going between Utah and Baylor. Now, to be honest, I haven't watched a whole lot of Baylor. They finished eight and ten in the Big Ten, which I mean Big Twelve, sorry. Ah, that's hard. But I believe they were the, if I remember correctly, I think they were the only team to beat Oklahoma this year. If that's correct, I don't know. I. I feel like when in doubt, you got to go with a home team. I'm going with the Utah. All right. So we're down to the Clemson Regional. This one's exciting Clemson, Auburn, Cal State, Fullerton, and UNC Greensboro. This one, I will be watching this one closely. We got Clemson, Auburn, Cal State, Fullerton, UNC Greensboro. I want to see Clemson and Auburn face off. I want to see Valerie Cagle versus Maddie Pinta. That would be a pitching matchup from my dreams. So excited. Uh, well, I think the difference here is, I think I'm picking Auburn to come out of this regional. The difference is Valerie Cagle is one person. She is the best all around. She's the best pitcher that also hits in the nation without question. But... There's one Valerie Cagle and there is two of Shelby Lowe and Maddie Pinta. Auburn wins that region. All right. So I skipped the Tuscaloosa regional for this reason. We still do not know the status of Montana Fouts. To the best of my knowledge, she went to an orthopedic surgeon on Monday in Birmingham. We will Most likely, because softball is so quiet about injuries, not know her status until she does or does not show up on the lineup card this weekend. So, because of that big unknown, I'm going to take the coward's way out here, and I'm going to hedge my bets. If Montana pitches, Alabama wins this regional. If Montana does not pitch... Central Arkansas takes it. I have been big on Central Arkansas this season, and I've watched them play quite a few times, and I don't think enough people are talking about them. Central, I, okay, so I heard a podcast today, I'm not today, yesterday, sorry, that said that Alabama has the easiest path to the World Series. I don't think, I understand what was meant by it, but I don't think I agree. Because Central Arkansas is not a pushover whatsoever. And anyone who thinks that they are has not been watching them this season. Central Arkansas has the potential to be the James Madison from a few years ago. Don't sleep on Central Arkansas. So, if Montana is not healthy, Central Arkansas comes out of this regional. Alright, so let's see what we got here. So my supers matchups, Auburn at Oklahoma, Utah at UCLA, Georgia at Florida State, Texas A&M at Tennessee. We're just, for the sake of this, we're going to say that Montana's healthy and Alabama wins. But we can get into what happens. We can get into the whole hosting situation if that comes up. So I'm just gonna we're gonna go ahead for this sake and say, Montana's healthy, Alabama wins the regional, Alabama will host Kentucky. Ooh, oh, that is going to be so good. They didn't play in the regular season, but Alabama- Kentucky games are always so entertaining. Arkansas plays Wichita State. And because Wichita State is not the seeded team, they would play in Arkansas. All right, we got Minnesota playing at LSU and then Stanford playing at Duke. Man, that is a dynamite super. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. We have a couple of, you know, conference crossovers, you know, Utah and UCLA and also uh texas a and m and Tennessee, and then Kentucky and Alabama, but man, those are going to be some, those would be some really, really excellent matchups. I'd be excited, I think that would be an awesome supers, so if there's anything else that he's updating, I might do a short update later on, otherwise, uh I guess this will be my last episode until after regionals. And then I'll just briefly go through what happened at regionals and then we can uh, look at how my supers picks did and then I'll pick for the World Series.